Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the Friend Zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend Zone. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. 10.18 a.m. on a Friday morn. The sky is grey, but our hearts are pure as we sit next to one another in um brand new t-shirt. Guy bought me a t-shirt and I love it to bits. It Thanks, is, Guy. I love a, you and I love the tea. It's a great tea. I'm actually going to take a photo of you in yeah, the, in the tea. With it, I mean, it's it's good all right. You're going to get a shot from the front. I'm so stoked with that. But it's also got a brilliant design on the back as well. Folks, like you, statistically speaking, this is true. Um, We're Simpsons fans and Guy is a huge Simpsons fan. And guy bought some Simpsons merch, and sh- it's off. It's off shelf stuff, eh? What we call it. I, I honestly don't know. I people I posted online. I got. I bought several t shirts. I bought one for Tim. I bought a bought keyring, and people have been asking where I got it from. And I literally cannot for the life of me remember. The <laughs> yeah, um, if you just Google around, you kind yeah. of find these things pop up. Guys wearing a Gracie Films tee. It just feels Da-da-dun, good. Da-da-dun, one of those things. I uh, bought them during the second lockdown in New Zealand or around that time and totally forgot I'd done it. Oh, I was with you at the time. Oh, that's right. So it must have been just after. Mm. And there was a package arrived and like Chelsea is always online shopping. <laughs> and I, I, whenever a package arrives, I'm like, Women be <laughs> shopping. That's right. So I should do a bit about that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, here we go. Mm. But it was for me. And it contained these spoils. I immediately brought a spoil for you. I got a fishbowl Homer one. Yeah. From the a spoil um, for it? me. The light company and the fishing corporation, I think. If it's written on the back. If you yeah. turn around, I can read the t shirt. It's quite hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And I think it's also in Japanese. So. It's not. It's in English at the bottom. I'm, I, I inspected okay. the t shirt. All right. And I can read Japanese. Mr. Sparkle. Oh, yeah. A joint venture of of Matsumoto Fishworks and Tamarabuchi Heavy Manufacturing Concern. <laughs> Fishbowl. Uh, so I'm feeling good, man. I've had a good week. I've been doing um, I've been doing my solo show this week. I've been doing... Well, it's not really a solo show. I've been building an hour-long stand-up comedy show. Yeah. And it's um, it's been fun. Isn't it fun performing to people again? 
And sorry it, to everyone who's not New Zealand listening to this, but your your time will come. Yeah, honestly. it's been it's been great. It feels like um, like it's just, it's also int- interesting how how much the weather impacts mood. It's just been like a really hot little minute in New Zealand. I feel like the weather's been good, unseasonably warm. Yeah, you might yeah, say. Absolutely. but we'll just take it for the immediate. Well, um, happiness that it's is it unseasonably it warm it shouldn't probably be less hot in i'm going to reveal when we recorded this because it's coming out quite a bit after october but we're on the cusp this yeah, is the october true. november crossover we're knocking on the door not, not knocking on summer's door this is also an incredibly interesting uh time day specifically to be recording because in Three and a half hours, we get the preliminary results of New Zealand's two referendums, and That's one of right. them is for cannabis legalization. So it's not binding, so the government can ignore what we decided, but um, they won't. They probably won't. One of the government's big things is um, let the people talk. Yeah, and following the following the nose of the majority of New Zealanders. Mm. They're obsessed. When, when's that ever gone wrong for a country? Yeah, they're absolutely <laughs> obsessed, consumed by it. Uh, how are you feeling about that, Tim? Uh, fine. It's all good. I've got other things that I'm concerned with that I've kind of checked out momentarily. I was very concerned with it. Oh, but what now you well, now you're operating? You're living your own life. It's almost because it's out of my hands. I actually did a bit of campaigning for it directly. Um but now you know I, I've done I've done the bit, so now I'm not worried about it because it would be wasteful to worry that's, about it. That's healthy, I think so. Yeah, I think is. that's actually a, a good um, offshoot if you can be if you can really challenge yourself to be a bit disciplined with it in your own mind. Like it's a good thing of doing a, getting politically engaged because I think it makes you less of that kind of unhelpful, dangerous one where you just fucking stress out about everything but do nothing and get real paralyzed. Do a little bit of something, and then you're like, well, I did, I have done, I did I've made I an action yeah. for it, yeah. and now it's out of my control, so I'm just going to wait to see what happens. I love it. Sounds smart. Sounds mm. healthy. Mm. But um, I'll be continuing to smoke weed no matter the outcome, which is sort of the whole point, right? That's why I want it legalized is because I know that I can get away with that and other people can't, and that's fucking rat Absolutely. Uh, and you've been doing some hour shows as well, Tim. Yeah, to Where nine you... people. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? My sister-in-law has a massage shop inside of a really cool arcade. And um, she, she's on tour because she's the front woman for a punk band called Dick Move. Are they on a national tour right now? Yeah, they just released. Album launch. Just launched their album. I cannot recommend a better Christmas present than a beautiful piece of vinyl by New Zealand What colour are they pressed on? Dick Move bright yellow fantastic they're fucking cool chris stapp designed the cover great cartoonist and artist um so they're yeah they're, they're parading around the country at the moment doing gigs and uh i don't know it's some weird situation where i think lucy gets like a little bit stung by the landlord if something isn't in her the shop the landlord is famously a dirty dog he's a bad bad boy bad boy of commercial real estate he used to be on shortland street and, and he was in a, in a band. band called rubicon yeah and they had a song called Bruce that was like this big kind of semi-novelty hit. And yeah. the, the chorus line was, Who would call a kid Bruce anyway? The poor kid would have to hang his head in shame. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it was quite catchy It's pretty too. funny to single out one name and be like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, it's no good. Um. Anyway, it's he's a dirty dog. 
He stings a little bit of money from he, Lucy, even if the space isn't being used. I, I, it's some, I don't know. Every time I say it out loud, I'm like, this can't be... <laughs> I can't have understood it correctly. Yeah. The point is, I've subleased uh, the space just a little bit. So I'm going in there during the day to do a bit of work, and um, I've been doing some shows in there to nine people at a time. Because that's the size. That is the full one. capacity. You get everyone place. to use the QR codes on the way in. Yeah, you betcha. That's the Force system in New Zealand now. Yeah. QR codes are the thing that's going to keep us safe. Fuck, man. I keep telling everyone... QR codes are useful. You have for years. You have been saying it for so long. I tried to put it on comedy posters to use as a link to do like buying tickets. Everyone's like, Tim, get your Android ass out of here. No one gives a shit. Now, though, might be the time to reinstate QR codes on comedy posters. I'm over it now. Oh, no. This is how I operate, guy. I'm not a man of my time. I'm either too ahead or too behind on everything. Everything. And that's how I prefer things. Oh, that's such a shame. I've moved on to AR. <laughs> What's AR? Augmented reality. What's that? Like Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. 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 God, they got big. Even though they hadn't quite nailed it. I've got a bit about that. It was my favorite week. Yeah, yeah. You do have a bit about that. In life. Anyway. Um, friendzone, biatches. I've got a lovely bit of correspondence here. Oh, actually, before I get into it, uh, had quite a few messages on this, or like postings on Reddit and uh, some comments on on Patreon that I saw that sort of thing. And uh, look, here's what's happened: I mixed up a couple of the episodes, I think, in terms of the order of release and Emmanuel, so it sounds very confusing. And the way that you can tell is because we kind of talk about George Lazenby. First up, and then we, and then subsequent to that, we just later episode, we get very excited that he's in it. So I do apologise for that. Um, once again, I've got entirely too many balls in the air, and I I fucked up. But it's kind of part of the magic of the show, isn't it? One hundred percent. Are you okay with it? Because it's my failing. Me? Yeah, guy. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my issue. <laughs> you don't mind, eh? I kind of love it. Um. Hi, Guy. I just listened to Friendzone 106 where someone from New Orleans sent in a picture of Louisiana Tim. At the end of the message, she had a term which Tim valiantly butchered. Laissez le bon temps This is a common Louisiana saying which means let the good times roll. I thought I'd send a video, not my own, with the correct pronunciation so that when you two come to Louisiana on the worst day of all time, you'll be well practiced. Do you know how much I want to go to Louisiana? What is up, guys? This is Julian the Frenchman who makes French translation and French pronunciation videos here on YouTube. And we are looking at how do you translate, how do you pronounce the phrase let the good times roll in French. How do you go about translating this famous expression that is used so often in songs and in the popular culture? So, essentially, you have it written on the screen here, laisser, which means let, le bon temps, le bon temps. the good times, rouler. Rouler. Laisser le bon temps rouler. Laisser le bon temps rouler. I like that guy. I like him too. Your pronunciation was, was awesome right out the gate. Laisser le bon temps rouler. I... Hope you two gentlemen have a fantastic day, and I can't wait to hear you and your dad discuss watching a softcore porno on the potty. That's from Shane. Thank you, Shane. Shane, I want more than anything. 
<clears throat> excuse me, to do a live show in Louisiana. How good would it be? I was in I I was in Louisiana in December last year, and um, I had to watch a Christmas film in an apartment where I was staying. I can't remember what it was. It had Tim Allen in it. Christmas with the Cranks, maybe. Mm-hmm. I had to watch Christmas with the Cranks. For this podcast? Yes. Best idea of all time? I was Patreon in New Orleans content? for 48 hours, and oh, no. some of it was spent uh, enjoying Tim Allen's comedy offering, Christmas with the Cranks. I'm sorry for what this podcast does. I kind of think it's funny. <laughs> it makes life harder than it needs to be. How good would it be to... Um, that's kind of true, but this this... This whole fucking operation is paying my rent, so life would be infinitely harder if it didn't exist. Oh, 100%. Now, uh, I would like us to do a Southern States tour. Imagine if we didn't even do the coasts. We just, it was like... Right the, right into the guts. We went um, Austin, Texas, and uh, what's the other big city in Texas? Houston. Dallas is big too. Dallas is also massive. Three Texas towns. And we went to Louisiana. New Orleans, Baton Rouge. And um, where else do I want to go? Tennessee. Yeah. We could Tennessee's go to Graceland. Tennessee's a bit the north. We're going to Graceland. Uh, I, do you know, I can't believe this. I have been thinking about this so much because obviously travel this year is um, well, it's off the table completely. But how lucky. I mean, we were. And then... I was. My friend Ken and I last year drove mm. from New York to Los Angeles. Mm. And I could not imagine sneaking that in at a more fortuitous time with respect to like that being possible health-wise, mm. politically. Uh, like that, you know, just there's so many barriers. Did you keep a journal? when you? I did keep a journal. Fuck, that's good. And Tim, uh, not Tim, Ken filmed a lot of footage. Yeah. There's like a, I've got, I got a journal. I actually, you know, I still haven't revisited the journal, but if I go back to late 2019, uh, which is what, here we go. Oh, you're journaling digitally. Crazy. Look at all this. Computer, wow, that's a lot of stuff. Can you, do, would you read any of it? Uh, I'd read it. I'd want to read it first. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, we went New York City to DC, DC to Roanoke, Virginia, Roanoke, Virginia to Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville or Nashville, Tennessee. Do you Na- remember DC? Do you remember hanging out there? Yeah, but that was only like a pit stop. We right. um we we went for a big we went for a run around all the tourism monuments. Oh, one, the National Mall. Yeah, at one point we ran uh out onto some grass we weren't allowed on, and it, we were in our jogging equipment. Yeah, uh, and obviously a bit lost. Yeah, but like a very sort of scary. Like there was a lot of, it was it was freaky. Yeah, it was probably Secret Service. You're in DC. Yeah, but like there were there were the White House was like under construction, so there was a lot of barriers to actually getting the clear sight lines that you imagine that you yeah. see. Yeah, when we went, Zoe and I went to visit the Capitol, the state Capitol, and it was like under construct. They were they were redoing it all, so it yeah. looked quite shit. Yeah, honestly, I thought DC was pretty garbage. Man, the bits of America you want to see are, are not the bits that. But- are- I kind of hear what you're saying, but it's it's real. I had a fucking fantastic time yeah. in DC, and um, I went. We were like the thing I remember most clearly about my trip in DC, and we were only there for three days, I think, and we did cool stuff. That um, what are the the museums called? The uh, uh, the network of the awesome museums. I keep 
I don't know. I keep wanting to say Monument Valley, but that ain't it. Fuck. Uh, Smithsonian. They've got an aviation, or maybe even a space one, I think. Um, there, that was really cool. But the the, be- the best thing for me is Zoe and I, my wife, were walking back to our accommodation, and we walked past this just like random ass bar slash music venue, and there was a bit of, bit of something going on. And I was like, yo, before we hit the hay, let's do one more thing. Let's just stop in here. We ended up staying there for like four hours, just getting absolutely shit-faced while this jazz quartet fucking tore the roof off. They were so good. There's so much good live music happening around DC. It was killer. I love to hear that. Man, I had a good time. That's where I want to go to Louisiana, or uh, actually um, New Orleans specifically. Ch- uh, uh, Chekhov's cock. Hell yeah. Hi, good boys. I've been loving the Emmanuel series and understand all too well your difficulty of how to talk about a pornographic film. What language do you use? Oh, are you ready? Your ears? Yeah, I'm listening. Cunt? Jesus. Pussy? Chongus? Hog? Rum tum tugger? A conundrum indeed, but not one you have to solve alone. My name is Grace, and my friend Hope and I started a comedic podcast in January 2020 called Chekhov's Cock. The concept? Could we use our skills in uh, analytical literary studies honed through wildly expensive university educations to bring in depth to bring depth sorry to dodgy porn films oh wow what if we treated a porn flick like it was actually a well thought out intentional art film can we find the dickens among all the dick our first film was lemon stealing whore and we found shakespearean references and applied a marxist reading with considerable success since then, we've sampled all manner of films, from gangbangs to sex-crazed sci-fi romps, bringing each the sympathetic eye it deserves. You can find the podcast in all the usual places. It might give you some ideas or some laughs. For our part, we are just loving your work. Hope, uh, Hope has been in Melbourne lockdown since forever, so hearing you boys chat on the friend zone is often the shining light in our weeks. I've gone back to the Grown Ups 2 series and it's helped me get through many a tough patch. Live every moment, love every day. Say my name, Grace Banks, of the podcast Chekhov's Cock. Love the name. Love Chekhov's anything. Really good. Uh, well, thank you so much for that lovely correspondence. Grace and Hope as well. I like the names. What's not to it's like? like a TV show. Uh, so check out Chekhov's Cock if you want to hear that. A more high end pornography analysis than the fucking muck that these two clowns provide. This one says, hey, boys, I've discovered an alternative to Blaze Pizza in case anyone wants a made-to-order pizza made before your eyes and ready in a few minutes but upset about Blaze Pizza's disregard toward hashtag pay the boys. There's a chain called Mod Pizza. Modpizza.com. You should jump and get the domain name for the New Zealand post haste. Say my name, Jared Driscoll. And a link to um, modpizza.com. Jared is a frequenter of our work, and I thank him for the opportunity. I'm going to... This is Blaze Pizza. What do you mean? Oh, like like it is the same vibe? Yeah, with worse design. Uh, Well, for now, they don't have that sweet NBA money behind it yet. Just give it half a sec. Yeah. They've They've, they've got a pizza called the Mad Dog. That's right. That's what you want. Here are their pizza names. Mm -hmm. Maddie, Mad Dog, Tristan, Dominic. Tristan! (laughs) What's in a Tristan? (laughs) (laughs) Mozzarella, Asiago, roasted red peppers, mushrooms, pesto. Honestly, the Tristan. pizzas all look like shit the way that they've dressed them. Yeah, the pictures are 
garbage. Jasper, Dylan James, Calexico, Caspian, and Pizza Salad. Fuck. Man, there's too much baggage attached to these very human names. Give me my Hawaiian. America, Americans... I think Americans have bad aesthetic taste. Fuck. This is devastating to 70% of our audience. I don't think all Americans do, but I think as a general rule, like the... It's just so... It's so weird, like going to America and expecting it to be the glossy version of America that's packaged and distributed around the world and then realizing how small the percentage of America that is like... Most of it's Walmart. Yes, most of it is Walmart, and Walmart do not put a focus on aesthetic pleasure. They want to put as many things in a fucking room as possible for you to buy. I think it's the problem with, like, monopolies and monoliths, right? Mm. They become very... Uh, Bottom line focused. Is the word utilitarian? They're kind of, like, very just basic very everything's very basic and nothing's very artful but they've taken over all of the places that are artful the word is utilitarian cool you're smart i got a message here from uh, olivia do you want to hear it yeah g i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, gin and tonic. I like that. You guys have become some of my very best buds over qua, and you don't even know it. We do now. Cat's out of the bag, motherfucker. You and us, forever and ever. I walk my dog very late at night, and you regularly have me absolutely cackling in ungodly hours. I'm sure you extend your deepest apologies to my neighbours. Olivia, your neighbours can get... Fucked. That's right, they can go fuck themselves. If America doesn't implode, I have the absolute hottest recommendation for the next time y'all are in Portland, Movie Madness. I'm not sure if I read that correctly. It's a goddamn DVD. Oh, okay, it is. Next time you're... Oh, you are in Portland. Half a breath. 
Movie Madness. It's a goddamn DVD rental store that's still very much open. I went there every weekend in high school. It's the coolest place on earth. They have a bunch of amazing memorabilia. The knife from Scream. Whoa, shit. That's, for people of a certain vintage, me. That's pretty cool. And the air from Blue Velvet, to name a couple faves. But they're also known for their legendary collection of cult horror films. They've got the most absolutely bonkers shit you've ever heard of. Yes, I'm aware I'm talking to two of the the foremost experts on bonkers movies. Their collection will still blow your fucking minds, I swear. Even their section titles are amazing. (laughs) Check this out for genres, guy. Male chauvinist fantasies slash nightmares. Yeehaw is angry. Problem rodents. (laughs) Fuck yeah, bit of us. And childhood icons gone horribly wrong, to name a few. I like to go in and pick the weirdest thing I can find. A recent favourite is Weasels Rip My Flesh, a fav- oh, sorry, a film made in the 1970s by people who definitely don't know what weasels look like. Aliens crash land on Earth and leak some goo that infects weasels, turning them huge and violent. A mad scientist harness their- harnesses their weaselly essence and can't decide whether to use it for good or evil. Oh, and it ends with a shark attack. But how else could it end? Really, you're going to love this place. I promise. Also, Guy, a bit ago, you talked about having your vision glitch out during a record, like getting all staticky. I'm 95% sure that was a visual migraine, dude. I get them too. They're super uncommon. <laughs> like only 0.5% of migraine sufferers get them. First time I had... Similarly, wiggle, uh, similarly wigged out, I went fully blind in one eye because of the static. I thought I was having a stroke, but that's chill. So, like, solidarity, I guess. <laughs> I swear I'll hashtag pay the boys eventually once I can actually get a job post-pandemic. Your descent into madness brings me so much joy. It's only fair. Finally say my name. Olivia, we love you. Olivia. Hey, that's cool to know about the visual migraines. <laughs> You're an X-man. Yes. Finally, a power. Occasionally, I can't see right. Um, Thank you so much, Olivia. We need to return to physical media. I cannot stress the importance of this enough, and so thank you for shouting out DVD Madness. I watched an interview with Jeremy Paxman and David Bowie from 1999 last night, and David Bowie was like, the internet man, this is not even the tip of the iceberg. It's going to change the way that everything was like talking about how fragmented everything is and like how... The notion of a, a singular experience has been shattered by the late 1970s, and the internet would just keep bringing that to the fore. It was really prescient. Yeah, man. It's impressive. That's postmodernism for you. David Bowie was looking for evidence of it wherever he could, but he just happened to be right with the internet. My God. Mm. Now we can't agree on anything, can we? I can agree with uh, you, Tim. And that I rock. Guy and Tim, read this on the friend zone if you'd like. If you do, just say my first name. And if you don't, put it on that's fine. And if you don't put it on, that's fine. I just need you to know this. Hello, fellas. No idea where to start with this, but I need to thank you both. I've been living on and working on commercial boats, and I usually listen to your podcasts while in my bunk to drown out the diesel engines and my crewmates. Somehow, I ended up with only EP25, the Sex in the City Dircom downloaded. <laughs> I put it on loop and have it playing all night. It then evolved to listening to it on loop through the day. I don't know why, but I can't stop listening to it. I I get it. Even even when I'm in 
back in port with the whole internet worth of movies, podcasts, and music to enjoy. I still put on this episode. Yeah, I get it, man. I know. You don't have to be weird about I've it. listened to it hundreds, if not thousands of times. Oh, man, it's a lot. I realized I had a problem when I woke up in a cold sweat because I had a nightmare that you'd removed it from the internet. <laughs> Please don't. Several times through the episode, you mentioned that it is your worst piece of work and that you doubt anyone is still listening. But I honestly think... Oh that if I had to choose one piece of media to have for the rest of my life, I'd choose that episode. I've had some really shitty days on the water, almost died a couple of times, watched crew get injured, but at the end of the day, you lads were always there. I have so much more to say about the episode, but I won't go into specifics because I don't want to bring back the memory of this watch for you two because it sounds like a truly harrowing experience, but I needed to say thank you. You really made it all bearable since you released that beautiful work of art. Thanks for listening to the ramblings of a Canadian fisherman. Love you both. Will. P.S. I still have not watched the movie. P.P.S. There's a way to see your analytics and see if there's an increase in plays on that episode. I'm very curious to see if I made a noticeable bump. If you're reading this on the friend zone, please stop there. Okay. You can read the rest of it in your brain, guy, and then fill me in later if it needs to be brought to my attention. Well, a few things. First of all, I love you too. Second of all, uh, probably won't notice a bump in the analytics if you downloaded it because I think we only get pinged every time someone streams it. Number three, dude, I get it. Sometimes you kind of have to make do with what you've got and then you form a very close relationship with the thing out of necessity. Uh, I'm I'm not going to be so hubristic to say it's anything to do with anything other than the fact that just happened to be the one thing you had. But I get that that relationship is formed. But also... I would challenge you to maybe try and break away from it because um, sometimes, you know, those kind of repetitious loops can can uh, get a little limiting for you. I'd just like to step in here, um, Will, and say don't listen to the horse shit that Tim's spitting. I would probably start cutting out other media <laughs> and probably people in your life. I Yuck. would transcribe don't, it, don't I'd print it out, record, I'd laminate it, and I'd have it as wallpaper in your house. I would animate a visual accompaniment. Dog, I you, would no. perhaps take a couple of puppets, call them Tim and Guy, Guy, and learn to perform the piece of art with said puppets. I'd record it, upload it to the internet, play it on the big screen in your house. I would probably stop answering my phone, I would activate flight mode. I would try not to leave the house so much, but that's just me. When I was a boy... It's pretty irresponsible. I um, I got obsessed with the last episode of a radio show I used to like listening to called Pulp Sport on Radio Sport on a Sunday night, and I recorded it onto a tape cassette, and um, for about six months, it was the only thing I'd listen to when I'd go to bed. I'd put it on... I'd know exactly where it was all going and I would smile and laugh and it was like my favorite piece of company. And um, I started cutting people out of my life and uh, things have worked out great. It's not true. He's struggling. He's struggling because of the lack of people. I'm doing a little known thing called um, Really Well. Heads up, by the way, not only do bonobos jerk it and have sex for pleasure, they use intercourse as a form of general social interaction and they go both ways. On the reg. No idea about kangaroos, though. Thanks, bud. Um, yeah, I did. From, 
Chris. Bonobos actually sort themselves out as a society using sex. It's quite and interesting. They're also matriarchal. While we're just on a run, I just want to tell you about a New York man Uh-oh. who fell about 15 feet into a pit of rats when a sidewalk sinkhole opened up under his feet. Yeah. The Not ground bad. simply split and swallowed its victim, 33-year-old Leo- Leonard Shoulders. That can't be a real name. <laughs> Why not? All sorts of names out there. Leonard Shoulders fell 15 feet to a pit of rats. Was he standing on some sort of precarious plank on a wharf? Was he on a, a rotten bit of wood in a warehouse? No. No. He was on the footpath. He was on 3rd Avenue near 183rd Street in the Bronx. There's a video of it. Is there? I haven't seen the video. I only saw the headlines. Jesus Christ. Imagine walking down the street, minding your own business, such as he is, and then just out of nowhere, the very ground beneath your feet gives way so that you may be surrounded by rats. That is incredibly alarming. It is literally footage of a guy standing on a bit of pavement, and then he's not there anymore. Okay, well, I think we've done enough psychological damage in this friend zone to knock it around the yeah, head. Yeah, thank you so much to everyone who's corresponded with us. Please keep the messages coming to the Worst Idea of All Time Facebook page or shout anything out, anything. Uh, Twitter. Yeah, we've got a merch store as well that I never talk about. They, they kind of, I hope they don't listen, they sort of annoy me because they keep sending me emails being like, hey, um, can you promote the merch store so that you can sell more t-shirts i'm like listen there's no return on investment for me to engage with this we get like 50 cents per sale we sell very little of them we've got if you want to get some merch there's some cool shit on offer but just get it because it's cool we don't really make any money off it or or much but like you what i would recommend and i actually i might do a bit of a big buy up soon for the both of us you can get like stickers and stuff Mm. and that i think is where it's at it's it's all the other crap like, the T-shirts are quite cool, but people don't think about the other stuff. You can, I, you can get stickers, you can get notebooks, you can get drinking mugs. I love the T-shirts. Drinking I've mugs. got the worst idea of all time T-shirt, and um, it's it's sick. Like, I love a white print, like a, t- you know. It's I mean, pr- I, you pretty can see, cool. We're like. both wearing a merch for a, a much more established comedy franchise right now. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of good stuff on there, and uh, I just wanted to say, if you, if you, if you want to find it, you can find it at worstidyofalltime.com on the merch tab. Yes. Um, and I just quickly wanted to encourage people to message the Twitter, and I realized that there's a, I got, we got a big message on the Twitter, twiowat, T-W-I-O-A-T pod. Yeah. Uh, and I do check that, and we will. I'm going to read this one out now. Cool. It's, it's what we'll close on. Yeah, cool. You got anything to plug for yourself personally? I'm going to be doing shows in Christchurch very soon. Please, for the love of God, come along. Um, it's in, yeah, the end of this month. And if you go to timbat.co.nz and you click on shows, there's a link there for it. If you know anyone in Christchurch, send them along because um, I've, I've overcommitted and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a nightmare. Uh, hey, Timbo, Bimbo, and Guy in the Sky. I'm a relatively new fan of The Worst of All Time, meaning both that I'm young and I've also not been listening for very... Oh, no. I've read this. Okay. I've read this. Are you sure? One, I've said it three times in this episode, but I'll say it one more time. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay. Do you know why it's in my head? Yes, yes. Best 100%. advice, best price, 100%. Oh, they changed it. Yes, yes, 100%. That's what it used to be. I think there's both. Oh, okay. What's that's, a, that's a slogan for a um, 
electrical appliance store in New Zealand called 100%. Fucking crazy ass name for a thing, but it puts you number one on the phone book. Yeah. We're going to go watch uh, pornographic feature film. Hey, I've really enjoyed this friend zone. I've had a good time. Yeah, man. I got up real early this morning. Did you? Yep. Can can I ask you a question? Yeah. This is a little glimpse. Imagine that the mics aren't on. Okay. What I want to do, because we've got to watch the movie and do the podcast. Yeah. I would. Lo- I haven't really gone for a walk yet. I'd love to walk. To I'll buy you a coffee. I know you've got a machine in the house, but I'll buy you a coffee if you come for a walk with me. To get Fuck, it. man. I yeah. Fuck the movie. What if we just did an episode where? Let's talk about this on the coffee. But maybe we go a bit fucking different on this one. What do we do? I don't know. Maybe we release a worst idea episode that like isn't to do with the movie. We just do a bit of a retrospective so far because we've actually finished a chapter of the films. What if no, we did got, that? We've for got one? one more. Emmanuel. Oh yeah, fuck, we do. Okay, inappropriate. Ah, that kills me. God, Sorry, I, I dangled a beautiful yeah, little yeah. carrot in front of your face, didn't I? We could still do it. I'd love it if we. I just think did... we're just being lazy, though. We should do a podcast, me. which is just us going for a walk and having a chat. I'd love that. Do you know what I? I need to tease as well, because God, every about once every thirty six hours. I freak out because I remember that I still have not edited, <laughs> overlooked, and undercooked um, that season is three. Honestly, going to be such an insane time capsule and yeah. such a treat. Like I it's feel like I've got to get it out before the American election, I've, which is so. Oh no, actually, that won't even be possible. I, I feel think. like we were. That's going to be a really good quality podcast. If you were on the fence about getting on the Patreon, do it because they'll everyone there will get it first. Um, and also, if you are on the Patreon supporting us on there, thank you so much. It it literally has been a life changer and like life the reason saver. why we can keep doing this. And like apart from anything else, I have been in like in and out of dire financial straits of just like credit card debt and high rents and whatnot for years. And I'm just starting to slowly get on top of things now that I'm married at 33. And uh, it is due in large part to the fact that um, you motherfuckers have ponied up. Yeah. There's all sorts. Because I've been doing podcasts for a long time and still do for other people's shows where there is no money involved. It's just me sweating over edits for our And like... Honestly, thousands of hours have gone into Worst Idea, and and it's it's uh, great. I actually watched. Um, you helped me do it. I watched the old Do More trailer from the start of the year. That you, you fucking the video we videoed yeah. ourselves recording it in a mall. Yeah. and cut it up. It's fantastic. It's we need to do more video it, stuff, it, man. It I'm was, telling you, you and I need to make a, a TV it was show. So good. And then on the on the Patreon, there's like. There's reviews right now that we did about three weeks ago of Sex in the Cities 1 and 2. There's yeah. an entire season of Killionaire, which is... I'm having so much fun doing. Yeah, it's, man. It's uh, awesome. I just need to hire a producer now. But That's th- the point. Thank you to everyone who contributes. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to all of our friends. Tim and I are going to go for a walk. Bye. Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the friend zone with Tim and Guy because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone. Hey. 
the secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.